Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University. Where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Petty Eminger. You may know me as Petty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. You're so welcome. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. You already know this, you guys. We won. The Girls and the Gays won. About Damn Time by Lizzo went number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And she was so happy. She posted a picture of herself drinking and crying and celebrating this monstrous career moment. It's not every single day that you get a number one hit. You guys don't even know how hard that is. There's so many massive songs that were not a number one hit that you think would be. And she was the first woman to have a lead single. Or no, no, no. The first lead artist on the track. So... Lizzo like it wasn't like a featuring this person first woman to have a lead artist song go number one this year the first woman song to go number one this year that's insane but if you think about it it's been like Harry Styles Jack Harlow you know it makes sense so congratulations to Lizzo another win for black people is Jordan Peele's Nope came out this weekend um iconic director ex-funny person Jordan Peele um his third movie Nope is out and I went and saw it. I was really excited for this film just because I love Jordan Peele. I think he's a genius and his movies are so unique. You never have to think about what the fuck just happened in the film. You watched more than Jordan Peele and it makes you have deep thoughts and great conversations with your friends about life and what his meaning and message about society was. So I still think he's an icon. That movie did just that and it was kind of like a western alien movie and the main characters are basically trying to like fight off a ufo it was really good i'm not gonna spoil everything it was super exciting to watch it was really thrilling and scary there were three scenes where i was like nope like i need to leave it was so scary at some points because you had no idea what the fuck was going on like horror it was menacing the end was okay i'm not gonna spoil anything obviously but I feel like it could have the end could have been a little better. Could have been a little more satisfying after everything you went through during the movie. But Kiki Palmer slayed in this. I'm so happy for her. We're actually going to talk about her in this film today. A lot of people are saying they loved it. A lot of celebrities are saying they loved it. A few celebrities are saying they hated it like Jake Paul. But whatever. A real life horror movie though is Monkeypox. You guys, I don't know about you. I'm so scared of that. There's already... Um, 3,000 cases in America. It's going through the gay community right now, but it is not a gay disease. I just want to make that clear before, you know, it turns into a real health emergency. It's going through the gay community right now because gay people, like a gay man got it first and spread it, unfortunately, but it's going to be got by everyone soon. So buckle up. That's a real life horror film. And yeah, the topics for today, because this intro is going on for so long, we're going to talk about Kiki Palmer and Zendaya being compared for some reason. We're going to talk about Elon Musk being a city girl again and breaking up someone's marriage. We're going to talk about Selena Gomez's and JLo's birthday, Britney Spears' comeback to music, the pink sauce on TikTok, and a few more other amazing things like if Kylie Jenner is getting married this week. So welcome to Pop Culture University. You know what to do. Rate this podcast five star. Instagram, post yourself listening to it on your story. Tag me. Let everyone know what amazing podcast this is. Big companies aren't pushing this shit out for us, so it just means so much if y'all do that, and yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to Pop Culture University class. Take your seats. 
Okay, so speaking of Nope, the first topic is about none other than Nope star Kiki Palmer. You know it's your girl. If it ain't, if it ain't the stallion. I fucking love Kiki Palmer so much. If she could like MC my wedding, that would be the happiest moment of my life. If she could marry me, I love Kiki Palmer. And, I, you know, I thought a lot of people loved Kiki Palmer, too. I thought Kiki Palmer was this mainstream, A-list, leading lady. But a lot of people online clearly did not. Because after Kiki Palmer got this huge lead role in a Jordan Peele box office smash hit movie, people are calling this her first breakout role and com- comparing her, quotes newfound success to Zendaya's long-time-have-already-had success, her consistent success that apparently Zendaya has had much longer than Kiki Palmer. Everyone was comparing them this weekend, like, out of nowhere, seemingly. I would have never even thought to compare Kiki and Zendaya, but people were saying, like, Kiki Palmer deserves the same love that y'all gives them Zendaya. Like, where has this love been for Kiki Palmer the whole time when you have been eating Zendaya's ass forever? These comparisons then got a hold of none other than Kiki Palmer, and she had a vicious clapback to all these weird comparers online but this is the tweet that got her attention so someone said it's so interesting seeing the conversation around kiki palmer having her breakout or superstar moment and it's wild we live in different worlds because in my household akila and the bee was my dad's favorite movie it went triple platinum in my home which is so true i mean akila and the bee the fact that she was a leading woman at what age like that young in a, a pretty big fucking like movie she was that big child star that we all knew and all latched onto as a kid and that's usually how superstars are made so she was a superstar at a very young age and that movie is referenced in pop culture today let me tell you that it has a cult motherfucking following she could spell any word that you throw her way even atherosclerosis okay she could spell that backwards because it was that good and she was so fucking talented then someone quote retweeted that and said I'd like someone to do a deep dive on the similarities and differences between Kiki Palmer and Zendaya's careers. This may be one of the clearest examples of how colorism plays out in Hollywood. They were both child stars, but their mainstream popularity is very different. Now, on the conversation of colorism, of course, of course, that is a real thing. No one can ever deny that. If they're trying to deny that, that is just absolutely false. Colorism definitely, unfortunately, plays a part in many parts of the world, especially in an industry like Hollywood that is still run by white supremacist gross men. But a lot of people were pointing out that they don't necessarily think that applies here, especially Kiki Palmer. And she had an amazing clapback to people who kept on comparing her to Zendaya. And it's so crazy to me that people were even doing this because why are you going to go and turn Kiki Palmer's, as they said, superstar moment, this huge woman in her career, her Super Bowl moment, into something about Zendaya. Like, why take that away from Kiki? If you really are supporting her, how about just talk about her? How about just give her some press? Anyway, Kiki said in a response to that tweet, a great example of colorism is to believe I can be compared to anyone. I'm the youngest talk show host ever. The first black woman to start in her own show on Nickelodeon and the youngest and first black Cinderella on Broadway. I'm an incomparable talent, baby. This is Kiki Palmer. I've been a leading lady since I was 11 years old. I have 100 plus credits and currently starting in an, starring in an original screenplay that's the number one film at the box office. Nope. I've had a blessed career thus far and I couldn't ask for more, but God continues to surprise me. Exactly, Kiki. I love how she did not let these haters slide. She stood up for herself. She stood up for everything she's accomplished. And she'll be damned if she's about to be taken down a notch at this moment in her career just to be compared to someone that people are deeming as more successful or better in some way. Randomly, out of thin air, these freaks are doing this. I love the self-love and self-respect that Kiki is showing. And without being braggadocious, she's 
saying everything that she's accomplished and saying how blessed and amazing her career has been because it's true. Kiki Palmer has been a fixture in my life literally since I was a kid and she's done so much to open doors for other young black women to get roles as young as she did. So for someone to try to take that away from her is crazy. And Zendaya and Kiki, if you think about it, they've had such different career paths. It's it's crazy to compare them just because they're both black and because they're both child stars. They went completely different ways with Zendaya doing modeling and more dramatic things and musicals and euphoria and all this stuff. And then you have Kiki Palmer, who is, they're not even the same age, by the way, and she went a comedy route. She went a hosting route. She does completely different things that are going to result in a different career, obviously. It's crazy to me people try to take this moment away from Kiki. Like, yay, Kiki got this movie. Aw, it's too bad Zendaya is more successful. Like, why do that, baby? That's Kiki Palmer. She was the vice president of a fashion house when she was just 14. Oh, wait, that was True Jackson VP. But either way, I love how Kiki Palmer responded to that. And that's just proving how much of a queen she really is. End of that story. Let's talk about something that someone who is not very much of a queen. And that is the woman who is selling the infamous pink sauce. On TikTok, you've probably heard that phrase pink sauce so much in this past week. And I'm going to tell you everything about it in case you have not heard it. It's taking over the internet right now. Think like a ketchup bottle filled with Pepto-Bismol. I actually like Pepto-Bismol. I like how it tastes. A lot of people like probably like squirm when they hear that and don't want to take it. I do not mind how that tastes. I could like even chug a bottle of Dayquil. I love the taste of Dayquil. It's like everything to me. But either way, just picture picture Pepto-Bismol. Bismol in a ketchup bottle. That is taking over the internet right now. Why? Because a TikToker of the name Chef Pie, Chef Pie, okay, so apparently she is like a trained chef. She's a real ass chef who has worked at like nice restaurants and all that stuff. So she is a chef, but she kind of looks like, you know, she's trying to be an influencer on the side, if you know what I mean. She's trying to have that influencer side hustle, bring in some money. Keep that in mind. She's trying to hustle people. She kind of looks like a scammy Instagram baddie who would like sell her horny followers pills to fix their erectile dysfunction that don't work. People sell all kinds of fake stupid shit on TikTok though. Noah Beck and his fucking ab simulator. But this one has been really been a danger to people's health. Okay. So this chef has created a product called Pink Sauce and then posted a video of her eating a chicken tender dipping it in the pink sauce and like having like an orgasmic reaction to how amazing the pink sauce was. And then apparently she was selling it. She says, this is not something you can get at the store. Everyone wants it. You have to buy it for me. How convenient. And she put it on sale and people have been getting them. It's become a trend to try this said pink sauce on your TikTok and see if it really is as good and pretty and amazing as she claims it is. Before I get into how horrible this pink sauce is for your health, people will put any motherfucking thing in their body except a covid vaccination and people are probably going to do that same damn thing with the monkeypox vaccinated vaccination people will really eat anything even something called pink sauce before they'll help end a world pandemic and save lives it's that's what gets me anyway the fantasy of the pink sauce was all going amazing she was going viral gaining followers chef pie until people started to get the pink sauce in the mail and right when they opened the packaging they noticed something odd about the pink sauce. Everyone's pink sauce, when they were posting it, was a different shade of pink. It was 50 shades of pink up in this bitch. Someone had Pepto-Bismol, some had hot pink, and some had Bamboo's ass shade pink. So that was a little concerning. And then they got into the nutrition label, and it was a bigger red flag than Andrew Tate. Let me tell you that. This nutrition label was 
fucked up. Looks like it was literally made by a first grader who was like playing store or kitchen or something. So it had, I remind you, in a ketchup sized bottle, 444 <laughs> servings. <laughs> I mean, how, how big is the damn serving of drop? 444 servings, which would equal out to 6,300 grams, which would need um, a huge motherfucking bottle the size of Sandy Cheek's house, dome kind of motherfucking bottle. The ingredients on the ingredients list were spelled wrong. I mean, rule number motherfucking one of trying to scam, spell it right. You wouldn't forge someone's name and spell the fucking name wrong. The ingredients were spelled wrong. They're arriving not carefully packaged at all. They're not arriving with bubble wrap. They're not arriving with plastic, you know, that thin plastic lining around the cap. They're not even arriving cold and they need to be refrigerated. People opened theirs and it was exploded. There was pink sauce everywhere. There were no preservatives in it. And the biggest gag is that there was no expiration date on it. So good fucking luck when you eat that shit and it's been in your fridge for an undisclosed amount of time where you just forgot. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes things sit in my fridge for so fucking long and I don't even notice them. I completely ignore them for years and then I go to like use it one day and I'm like, oh my God, this expired when Iggy Azalea was still popular. And that could happen with this pink sauce. So, and then people started eating it and they all were saying it tastes different. Some were saying it tastes like ranch. Some were saying it tastes like Italian dressing with just a few other ingredients in it. People didn't really know what to think. But the biggest scam of this all is that if you wanted to try this pink sauce and be part of the trend, you had to pay $20 for it. So while people were shitting on this pink sauce and everything, she was laughing her way to the bank. But honestly, for $20, she should laugh all the way to hell. But she's a scam artist, and that's what scam artists do. She probably just saw her opportunity, and she wanted money. She knew the 12-year-olds and the idiots on TikTok would buy it just for fucking followers and to be a part of the trend. She's made probably so much money from this. Probably have sold maybe close to 100,000 bottles of this shit. I'm not sure if this is illegal, but she said that basically the food is not FDA approved. So I don't know why people were eating this shit. Um, She said that we are following FDA standards but we are currently waiting on lab testing to see if we are FDA approved. Huh? It might kill you, but it also might not. So good luck. And guess what? People were getting sick from it. People were throwing up, diarrhea-ing. This was fucking with people's stomach. So now everyone knows it is a scam. Her popularity is going down and now it is infamous. And the gag is she's still going. She's still trying to sell this shit, but it is the fire fest of food total scam and it's probably just ranch with pink dye in it to be honest but she saw her opportunity to make a bag but it might end her up in jail so what can we learn from this your health is worth way more i think than trying a trend of a food that you don't even know is safe that you don't even know is fda approved and to expand on that your health is worth way more than not knowing what's in your food ever than constantly consuming unsafe food or unhealthy food your health is worth more than all of that. And if that means spending extra time to do more research into your food, to prepare better meals for yourself, that's totally worth it. In North America, the Western diet, we've normalized not knowing what's in our food and just eating food for convenience and eating all these snacks with 50 ingredients that we don't even know what they mean. But it needs to be denormalized right now. The food industry honestly is the biggest scam in America and you need to be responsible for what you eat. Nourishing your body will literally make so much of a difference in your life and what you put into your body is what you're going to get out of your body what we consume is so important so don't do anything or eat anything unsafe or 
too unhealthy all the time to fuck up your body, give your body the respect it deserves, and nourish it with safe, healthy food. Open up the safe, bitches got a lot to say. Pussy in your face, had to put you in your place. Seven letters on the plate, fuck you when I break. I got cars, I got bags, I got real estate. For play, I ain't come to play. I got big fish money, he gon' bite the bait. Yeah, can you drop it down, make that ass talk to me? Keep that energy, gone up the Hennessy. Ass. I need my bag quickly, separate six degrees. Bitches think they know me. The family wizard. The supreme bitch, Selena Gomez, turned 30 years old this week, you guys. I can't believe all these Disney girls are turning 30. Can you? Especially if you're a Gen Zer. I know a lot of people of different age groups, but even you can relate to it. If your friends watch it, your kids watch it, whoever. That era of Disney girls will always be so close to my heart. I'm talking Miley. I know Demi Zambarni. Selena. Like Bridget Mendler. You know, all those people. They're turning... 30 this year. Ariana Grande's turning 30 next year. Demi's turning 30 this year. I can still remember Selena Gomez now as Alex Russo shaping a whole generation of kids to be lazy and irreverent, but iconic and hilarious and bitches that everyone loves. And we just, I can't believe she's growing up, but she had her party this weekend and it was really beautiful. Taylor Swift came, posted a few photos, you know, girl, she had an appearance by Taylor Swift at her party. But that's like her best friend. Other guests included Kim Petras, Camila Cabello, and Ava Max. I mean, come on, fucking pop girls. Ava, if, if you know me, I'm such a big Ava Max fan. So Ava Max, get that promo. Do a collab with everyone there. Get your name out there, Ava Max. So I'm fucking happy she went. Maybe she'll finally get some press these days, Ava. Step up your career. Each guest that went to Selena's party this weekend got a really like expensive portrait by a really famous photographer taken of them before they left. And it was so cute. So while not a lot of photos of the party was released, whoever posted this portrait of themselves on their Instagram story, like you knew that they were there. You know what I'm saying? If I was at that party, I'd literally take get my portrait taken and then bring it to Selena and be like, can you sign it? <laughs> please. I love you so much. I know it's a photo of me, but please sign it. Because you're such a fucking icon. She really has been. She's been around for so long. She's experienced so much from public relationships to the ups and downs of the industry being perceived by the public whether it's in a positive negative or extremely harsh judgmental way she's been through it all her lupus i don't know if i already said that but just a crazy career and she said looking back on her life from this point because 30 is a really big milestone she feels like she has a lot of wisdom to share and she's telling everyone how she feels about you know turning the big 30 and how she feels about where she is in her life now so on instagram she said Though there are so many words to say, I'll simply leave it at this. My 20s were a journey through good, hard, and beautiful moments that I will never forget. Each of them has shaped me into the person that I am today. I am someone who is still learning, but is more certain about what matters and what she wants. Someone who is grateful for every single gift and every single lesson along the way. I loved growing up. When I was younger, I was scared of it. And I thought by now my life would look so different, but I'm like, wow. This is not what I ever expected, and I couldn't be more thrilled. I've stopped caring about what people have to say, and it's been wonderful. I love her take on everything. She always puts everything in such eloquent, beautiful words. I love that she said she isn't where she thought she would be today because everyone always has this picture of their life, what they have to do by their 30, having kids and a house and someone that you love and have been with forever. But I love that she said she's just done caring about 
what other people think and she's gonna be herself she's gonna do what makes her happy and you can really see how much she's grown in that sense even looking back at old interviews and moments from her throughout this last decade till now it seems like she's really in a great peaceful place and i'm so happy for selena that she's feeling like this and is in a good place i've always been a selena fan i've always rooted for her and you can just see that peace rating from her i mean she's such a good person her birthday wish this year she said my biggest wish is for donations to the rare impact fund to support mental health together we can reduce stigma associated with mental health and increase access to resources i mean come on she's literally one of the best people in angel sent to this earth and she's like this because of everything she's been through so it's great just to see her get better and better not even in her you know soul and personality but in her career she's doing so good have you guys noticed she has emmy nominations she's on one of the biggest shows ever she had you know her biggest album not too long ago her biggest singles now she's doing so many things even with her makeup line making like hundreds of millions of dollars she's on top of her game in every single sense and i feel like that aura of gratitude and contentness and peacefulness with her life and self-acceptance and radiating kindness to everyone is really a big part of all of her success and why she connects to people in every avenue she goes down i mean she sells makeup by literally connecting to people's spirits and their souls and what they're going through and she's so good at it a lot of these celebrity lines are kind of failing no offense to like rem beauty but selena has just mastered that art of connecting and being real with people that maybe other celebrities have not and she does that in her music and her acting so that's why she is so successful and i love that she's like a leader for this generation i love to learn from these celebrities obviously that's why i have this podcast and it makes me feel better about aging and everything like that her whole stance on it makes me think of that quote that's um says when you're 20 you care what other people think when you're 30 you care what you think and at 40 you realize no one was ever thinking about you in the first place and i just love that so much because why even you know have to go through the part where you care what other people think i'm trying to unlearn that right now and just do the best for myself i can every day i know myself best so i just have to honor myself and live my highest form of myself every single day and i feel like that's what selena gomez is doing so and teaching everyone in the process so what can we learn from this i think what we can learn is to try not to fear getting old but instead fear letting life pass you by without taking everything in absorbing every moment of it and learning to be a better you every day i like how she said that she's loved every lesson along the way that she's learned and she's truly applied them to her life And that's a part of the reasons why I love to share small lessons all the time in the podcast, because I really think every little lesson is so important. And there's a lesson in everything. And, you know, the more you grow, the more you get old, the more lessons you accumulate, the better and better you get, the wiser you get. So get excited about getting older because you'll only get better as you go. Speaking of birthdays, I want to talk about the ageless goddess of youth, who is gatekeeping the fountain of youth from us, Jennifer Lopez. She turned 53 this week can you believe it seven years until she'll be 60 the gag but she still looks so fucking young she could literally catfish as a 25 year old there are some signs of aging on her but not a lot at all for 53 like think of any other 53 year old you know JLo truly looks amazing and i think she's another example of someone who is living life and only getting better as she goes her most successful movies have been her most recent ones her music just gets better she's been getting more awards and praise from everyone like all of it she's just getting more of everything and better at everything for her birthday she literally got naked on a billboard to promote her new j-lo body because if there's one thing j-lo's gonna do is 
No, if there's two things JLo's going to do, she's going to get naked and sell something, okay? So with JLo body, it tightens the skin of your whole body. Like it's, I think this is a really smart product, by the way, because it goes along with the whole JLo brand, you know, the body, the booty, the fantasy and everything like that. But it also goes along with like, she's, you know, she's aging. This is for women who are any age group. So including her age group, which is 50. That's crazy to think about. But it's a body scrub. I think it's a really cool product. It tightens the skin, creates more collagen, helps get rid of cellulite and stretch marks, and it makes it look smooth and glowy. Really smart move for JLo. I think she's also on her honeymoon right now. I mean, another example of her life just getting better, getting wiser, finding your true love. Come on, JLo. They are making the women of age look so fucking good. I literally cannot wait to get older for some reason. But anyway, she's on her honeymoon right now. She's with Ben Affleck, you know the new Jennifer Affleck and there's a lot of photos of them on their honeymoon and Ben is like sleeping the whole time he's sleeping in every single photo even during the day they're probably up all night I'll have you that but JLo isn't in front of you right in a bikini and you're not gonna look at her I would take every chance to look at JLo I could possibly get and have you seen Ben Affleck in the morning he usually looks terrible in the morning he's like the most anti-morning person have you ever seen him getting his Dunkin Donuts from his porch that photo of him getting his Dunkin Donuts from his porch in the morning god he looks awful he looks like he was doing crack banging prostitutes and playing GTA all night living the GTA lifestyle so it's probably the best that they're just staying up all night and he's sleeping all day maybe he just knows his strengths because he's the least morning person I've ever seen speaking of doing crack all night Britney Spears is returning to music I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding that was just a funny transition I would have said that for anyone I'm kidding Okay, Britney Spears is returning to music, and she's doing it the old-fashioned way. She's doing a duet with Elton John. Okay, kind of fierce. I mean, Elton John has, like, never faded out of relevancy, and that's what Britney Spears wants to go for. So I think he's a really timeless artist to come back with. I kind of wanted a solo return moment. I kind of wanted a Britney Spears reputation era. You know, some look what you made me do shit, some crazy music video, some calling out her family killing body doubles of them in a music video i would have loved that but she's gonna do a duet apparently it's already recorded ah! and it's gonna come out soon it's a tiny dancer duet i don't even know that song maybe i can play it after this but it's a remix of one of elton john's songs and apparently it's incredible and inside source to britney spears said and it's a full duet and i feel like they're gonna really work together well uh john elton john just did a really good collab with Dua Lipa as a remix to one of his old songs. So I think this has potential to be a massive hit and I cannot wait to hear what Britney Spears has in store. Jason Momoa, sexy Aquaman, should honestly just stay in the water because this bitch cannot handle the living on land life because he just got in a car accident. A pretty bad car accident, apparently. We're told that it was between him and his muscle car, you know, like a sexy old sport car and a motorcyclist. So it was bad for the motorcyclist, not Jason Momoa. 
We're told the motorcycle rider crossed into Jason Momoa's lane during a bend and hit and left the seat of his motorcycle, flipped over the car, and they weren't really going that fast, so he flipped over the car and then landed on his feet on the other side of the car, all while his motorcycle was scratching the side of Jason Momoa's muscle car. While he was able to land on his feet in a semi-graceful way, he did have a few, you know, cuts, bruises, and injuries to him, but nothing serious. He didn't even need to go to the hospital, just some quick medical attention. That sounds like a Hollywood stunt, like flipping over the front of someone's car and then landing on your feet. (laughs) Are people sure they weren't filming a movie during this? And if I hit Jason Momoa's car, I would literally be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, even if Jason Momoa like hit me with a truck and I did nothing wrong, I would like get off the floor and be like, oh my God, Jason, I'm so sorry. I was in the way. You were right. He's just scary to me. He's half scary to me, like half sexy to me. So he could hit me with a truck and I would say thank you. Jason was fine. He's probably just pissed that his car was scratched. I mean, I would be pissed about that too. How dare that motorcyclist get close enough to Jason Momoa's car to do that? I mean, that's fucked up. He's fine, his car is fine, and he should just stay in the water. Let's move on to someone who is always in water, hot water, that is Elon Musk. Elon Musk, I swear to you guys, is the number one city boy. He is running the streets out here. As we know, he has nine kids. He fathered three kids a few months apart last year. He has a set of twins that are only eight months. And Elon Musk is back at it again, being a man of the night. Because he, I'm not kidding, allegedly broke up his friend's marriage by having an affair with his wife. So this is what happened. The Wall Street Journal. I'm talking the Wall Street Journal here, not TMZ. The Wall Street Journal posted an article that said Elon Musk engaged in a brief affair with the wife of his longtime friend, Sergey Brin, who is the co-founder of Google, fellow fellow billionaire and because of that affair sergi and his wife nicole filed for divorce last year and it's just coming out that elon was the reason y'all the billionaires are fighting there's tea on billionaires row y'all get them in a reality show call it bad billionaires club right now because things are getting hot out here so Not only did this break up their marriage, apparently, but it was also reported that the alleged affair had ruptured Elon and Sergi's longtime friendship. And they were like BFFs. I'm talking when Tesla was starting to go bankrupt in 2008 before it took off. Sergi was literally the one who saved Elon by investing a lot of money into Tesla so Elon can continue to build it and keep it afloat. And he still turned around and did this to him. No, because when Elon Musk said, Tristan Thompson, I'll one up you. I'll ruin multiple people's lives with my trifling ways. He really meant it. And even more tea is that when Sergi found out that Elon was the man that his wife had an affair with, he confronted Elon. And Elon was so regretful and shameful of him uh, being a homewrecker and a slut that he got down on his knee and begged Sergi for forgiveness and to be his friend again. He's bringing the richest man in the world to his knees, you guys. Elon is a home wrecker. He's a slut. He got death threats filling up semi trucks, which he should. People on Twitter were hating on him. It's been a year of Elon scandals for sure. I don't know if there's like a PR team trying to bring him down or something, but I truly, 
I mean, all these scandals he actually have done up to this point, like the twins and having multiple babies and the Twitter, buying Twitter, uh, you know, lawsuit that he's in. A lot of shit is going down in Elon's life. And he is trying to backtrack out of this one, even though the Wall Street Journal reported it. He said that these claims are total BS and that someone is just trying to defame him. And there's been a campaign trying to defame him for a long time. And they are just getting more below the belt and manipulative to society, trying to paint him out to be this horrible person. He said, this is total BS. Sergio and I are friends and we're at a party together last night. And then he posted a Snapchat that kind of looks like it was taken on an iPhone 8. I don't know. It didn't seem like it was from last night. And then he said, I've only seen Nicole twice in three years, both times with many other people around. Nothing romantic. And then he decided to share this piece of information that no one wanted to know. He said, I haven't even had sex in ages. Parentheses, sigh. No one wants to know that, Elon. Please don't tell us that. And by the way, I don't want that image in my head of Elon Musk even having sex. Did you see him on that boat this weekend? He did not look good. Someone said Elon Musk is built like a deep breath. If you know, if you saw the pictures, you would know what I mean. He's built like a deep breath. So I do not want to picture him having sex. But by the way, I don't believe him. I don't believe that he hasn't had sex in ages. Uh, Weren't you the one who literally just had three babies in this past year? So I don't believe that he hasn't had sex in a long time. That is a lie. And I don't know if he's going to get out of this one. Maybe he is telling the truth. Maybe he's not. But one thing, he's the king of the streets. And he's ruining people's lives left and right. So congratulations, Elon. It has happened again. And I guess we'll hear, be hearing more about this. But anyway, what can we learn from this situation? If you really love your friends, you need to cherish them. You need to respect them and be a good friend to them. Because they can leave you just like someone in a romantic relationship can leave you. So you don't want to do anything to lose them, potentially like he did in this situation the power of a platonic friendship i think is underrated and people don't put enough emphasis on nurturing their friendships i feel like people just put emphasis on their romantic relationships and think oh my friends won't leave me but this person i'm in a romantic relationship with could and i don't think that's the truth i think friends could leave you too they choose to spend time with you they choose to be there with you and support you through thick and thin so you need to nurture that relationship and be a good friend People need to like remember how to be a good friend sometimes and really put some work into that because I swear some people be forgetting. So this is just your sign to always be a good friend, always nurture your friendships, do everything you can to hold on to them and like do things for your friends, you know, like you would do things for your partner. Like, you know, if you really think you're going to be friends forever, why not make it the best it can be and be the most great, amazing friend you can be and not do anything that would potentially lose them this is just a lesson to be a good friend and not do something crazy obviously like help their partner cheat on them last thing i want to talk about is that people think that kylie jenner is making a lot of steps in her personal life right now they think that she's getting married and they think that she's pregnant with her third baby what is kylie jenner doing i always see kylie jenner as like this young new generation leader of the kardashians you know kim courtney chloe had their moment now it's kylie and kendall with this new generation all these progressive stances, these Gen Z mindsets of, oh, I'm not getting married till I'm 30. I'm not having kids till blah, blah, blah. I'm going to, you know, be polyamorous and be in a throuple. And then here's Kylie Jenner, like living the most 1950s, like nuclear family life. Like she's going to have three kids by 24. That's insane to me. And she's going to be married. And she literally just like sells her little products from her home. She never leaves that office warehouse that she's built for herself. She's like such just not what I thought kylie jenner would be if you ask me when she was in like her king kylie era but anyway people think she's getting married and going through this like pre-marriage steps right now they think the first time was the met gala wearing that wedding gown with that 
awful decrepit baseball bat veil. Hat. Baseball hat veil. And then people think that she had like a bachelor party last week because all the Kardashians went out. And how often do you see all five of them together? Not very often. And they were all wearing black except Kylie. Like they literally looked like the Matrix. It was kind of fierce. I mean, Kim always rocks an all black look. Chloe looked amazing. But then there was Kylie wearing this short white dress that was so different from everyone else. People were like, oh my God, she had a bachelorette party. And they were out there posting. They were drinking, having a good time. So I don't know what they were doing there, but I think it's a good conspiracy that Kylie has been like, you know, hinting at this marriage. And then people think she's pregnant because she commented pregnant emojis on Travis Scott's last photo. So people think they are doing both of that. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is happening and they're just keeping it hidden until the show comes out for next season because they're going to need more promo. And I feel like with the Hulu show, different from Keeping Up with the Kardashians, is that they're saving a lot of things for the show. Like they're saving... Courtney and Travis, you know, doing the whole IVF journey, wanting to have a baby. No one even knew they wanted a baby together or were even going to try that because that's kind of unheard of. Just they already had a mixed family. Like no one thought they were going to have a baby. And then they saved the whole uh, Kim and Pete explanation for the show. They didn't like say it anywhere else online. So I can see them saving this for the show and that Miss Kylie Jenner will be Miss Kylie Webster. And maybe she'll name that damn fucking baby before she has another one. Well, thank you guys for joining me on Pop Culture University today. I hope you had a fun time listening and got some cute little life lessons of wisdom or whatever I said. I like blackout during these episodes. And I hope you got some fun tea. If you enjoyed this episode, leave it a five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You're already here. You may as well do so. Post it to your Instagram story. Take a screenshot of you listening to it. Tag me. Let everyone know what amazing podcast you're listening to. It helps push the podcast so much. And I hope you guys have an amazing week. Seriously, stay safe i encourage you guys to like educate yourselves on monkeypox look into it it's really scary apparently it's so painful you get sick for three to four weeks you can't you have to quarantine for even longer than covid if you have this and apparently it's extremely painful i'm not gonna go into like the scary fear tactic like things to you but this is not something you want so look if you're eligible for the vaccine if you're a gay man right now because it's infiltrating the gay community you could potentially get it and just keep yourselves safe i know only hot people listen to this podcast but i don't even know how hot you guys would look with monkeypox lesions on your face so just look out for that maybe see jordan peele's nope this week dm me what you think about it dm me what you think about any of these things on the podcast i always take time to try to go through dms but i will see it first if you tag me on a story because i have a whole section for that and oh my god a spider just dropped on my phone oh my god oh my god i'm filming this in my basement and a spider just dropped on my phone and now it's like on my phone as i'm recording this outro oh my god i'm scared to touch it it like crawled under my phone i don't even know what's happening oh my god okay i i have to go but be safe i hope i'll be safe okay bye i love you without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done